Obama, baby. Thanks so much for that message. I love, I love it. It seems to be, uh, yeah, it just ties in well so much together with so many things, especially since it's piggybacking on the last two parses. Um, and just the emphasis on complaining or not complaining, you know, it really shows the heart of Hashem, the character of God, um, what he desires and what he hates. And the whole complaining aspect, he definitely hates among many of the things um, complaining. So, and yeah, it just hits, hits on a lot of things. Like one about, you know, the Shuva, about being in, you know, in exile, being in diaspora. And how really it's, um, you know, Shem's wanting and desiring and specifically looking for a certain response. A response of humility, a response of acceptance, trust with the Shem. And, uh, and then there's those that grumble, you know, like in the wilderness. And, uh, yeah, like we need to use this opportunity that we respond in a, uh, a form of thankfulness and praise, just like as, you know, the word Jew, to be a Jew is to someone who thanks, give thanks and praises. So it's the opposite of complaining and grumbling and, um, you know, all, all that. So, and just the aspect of uh, Balaam being in the in that, you know, crowd, confined, confined space, that small space, um, comes reminds me of several things, but one was like uh, the aspect of, uh, you know, the section where it talks about the cliff of the rock, in like a confined space, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, depending on how you respond to it, you know, your perspective on it, um, it can be for your good or for your evil, depending on how, you know, the situation, the context, the, the state of your heart. You know, um, and then beating, being the donkey. It's interesting because yeah, that also reminded me of Shaul and how he was like petitioning. He's saying, "Look, look, like I beat my body and make it a slave, um, so that in the end, you know, I would have uh, a reward that I would be disqualified from the prize, um, you know, of eternal life and and being, you know, part of Kla Israel." in the in-gathering, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, he kind of just goes into, say, hey, like, this is my life, and I'm living it, uh, trying to live as faithful as possible as I follow Yeshua, um, and giving his defense to say, hey, I, you know, I didn't break the Torah. I'm not speaking against, you know, the forefathers, et cetera. Um, but I guess in juxtaposition to um, the false apostles, he kind of accounts and says, Hey, they, you know, they, they're like kings. He says, like, oh, you know, if, if we were, if the kingdom was here now, then they would be, uh, yeah, that, that, you know, they were kind of living it up, eating and drinking. He's like, this, you know, the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of power, love, self-control, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, anyway, so like the, a lot of it was seemed to be, just the, you know, the sheep was it a wolf in sheep's clothing so um just i guess he he was presenting and showing hey look this is the lifestyle this is the attitude perspective of false apostles and then this is how i live and this is how my fellow comrades live um you know and that itself is the fruit you know as a tree a good tree bears good fruit a bad tree bears bad fruit um so yeah so he's kind of he's kind of Simplify or showing that to be to be true, and then uh, that also kind of piggy I guess piggybacks or connects with the parable of Yeshua about 
he's like talking about uh, his servants that he puts in charge until he uh, until he returns. So until Meshach ben David arises and you know establishes the kingdom, you know from Jerusalem, etc. Um, you know he's giving he's obviously he's given us the Torah he's given Israel the Torah and uh, they are to steward you know to some degree the land obviously but specifically the Torah itself the knowledge of God um, you know kind of correlated with what Paul says in Romans about how people you know they're not wanting to um, they're wanting to maintain and hold within them their consciousness you know the knowledge of God so anyway so going back like Israel is entrusted with the oracles of God, and and how they deal with it. I mean, obviously, like you, you get this whole oral law, and it's a lot about like it's the response of how do we, as a people, you know, if we're wrestling, it's like this Yaakov wrestling with the angel of Hashem, and and if we continually wrestle um, through Hish, with Hashem, that is predominantly with the written Torah, and hash out in 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 an oral Torah perspective approach and if we maintain that continually cons- be consistent with that you know then we'll uh, uh, we'll be blessed and uh, yeah so anyway, so anyway it goes correlates with the, the parable because he had servants um, that were in charge and he says because I'm late in my coming the servants began to eat and drink and beat um, that is hit you know like, like a donkey hit their fellow servants and slaves etc etc um, fellow servants. So just that, it's huge. Um, something to consider. Something I'm, you know, realizing more and more. So anyway, see what your thoughts are on that. Thanks.